welcome to the Offside Trap Weekend 2 is in the books. We had quite a lot happening for both of our teams. Obviously, the Brentford demolition of Man United. And the Bristol Myth FC holding Liverpool <laughs> at Anfield. The undressing. Destroying their title The challenge. undressing of Eric Ten Hag. Amazing stuff this weekend. We had a crazy game between Chelsea and Tottenham. Antonio Conte and Thomas Tuchel got into it. So we'll talk about those matches. We'll talk about Arsenal. Arsenal looked very good. Arsenal looked very good. And then we'll also talk about a new segment that we have for you guys on some Man United wags. So looking forward to that looking one. Looking forward to that one. Just we'll talk about the wags. So first off, we'll go ahead and talk about the best story of the weekend. 4-0 after 35 minutes at Brentford. All right, so should we get into Man United Brentford? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Let's talk about your team for a second. The Glazers need to go, and they need to go immediately. Joel and Avram Glazer look like rats. In fact, that's a compliment. Rats look more handsome than Joel and Avram Glazer. <laughs> I want them gone now. What they've done to the club is criminal and scandalous. Okay, but at some point, at some point, you have to start blaming these players, right? Because they've put, they've bought a lot of players over the last nine, ten years, however long this has been since Fergie. And there's investment, and then there's investment in a smart way. And we have not invested in the right types of players. No, but Jaden Sancho, Liverpool is interested in him. I think Chelsea maybe. Jaden Sancho is one of the best young English players. And what did you guys look? What you guys have turned to? He's got fewer. I saw the stat yesterday. He's had more Manchester United managers than Premier League goals. Let that sink in for a second. All right, that's not a fun fact that I want to be hearing. <laughs> That's not a fun fact I want to be hearing. Oh, man, it's and, such a shambles. So Jaden Sancho, you know, that was one of the good signings, but now he's gone into a culture of toxicity, uh, one with uh, different types of managers with different styles, and so he's unable to grow um, like he would at a Liverpool or a Man City. No, that's fair. So, I mean, I do think, yeah, the coaching isn't the best. The culture is not there. You guys don't have a sporting director right now. We don't they're have a sporting be, director. They're supposed to be Ralph. And it seems like he was right, and they just didn't listen to what, whatever he was saying. And players don't want to come now as well. So you guys are just in an absolute. <laughs> oh, we, we're in a mess. So now the question of, should I rather drag my balls over broken glass or watch Man United play? That no longer is a straightforward question because both are equally as painful. It's tough, man. It's so good to see, though. I got to tell you, man. I, I was waiting for next week for the the first sort of bashing of you guys. We know what's coming up next week. Hashtag empty Old Trafford. Brentford just, that's the only thing that's going to save us next week. Brentford just fucking handed it to you guys. 35 minutes, right? 35, 36 minutes? 35 minutes, four Ooh. goals. Ooh. So we, we knew for nearly a year now that these players are just not good enough. Like you said, Ralph warned the club 
and us. Ralph got fired for telling it like it is. I think so. And yeah. so the manager has not been back in the transfer window, mm-hmm. right? And he's been given a raw deal. The, the Glazers have raw dogged Eric Tenner. <laughs> You know, no, no. you know who rock dogged him yesterday? Brentford. They bent him over, gave him a little Eric Tenshack. Just you, you gotta, bent you guys over. It was, oh, dude. I and, feel sorry for Eric Tenshack. Like, he's he's just come in there to an absolute shit show. Well, and you can't feel... Players have, yeah, go for it. These players have proven that they can't translate the instructions of a coach onto the pitch. We've seen it time and time again. Mauling after mauling. They don't, and they don't have the mentality to cope with the pressure when they go one 0 down. That's yeah. I mean, the, the heads start dropping. Yeah. It gets negative. No, I mean the weird. attitude is just not there. Like you, you see. I mean, to be fair to Ten Hag, he's only he came, he started the job pretty late in the se- in the off season, right? He didn't start right when last season ended. So no, he's, he's only had limited time with these guys. Yeah. He's only had. I think they had the two week thing in Australia, that where the team was basically training camp, basically. And then the other few weeks before, I think three, four weeks. So it's too early to judge him because he's proven he's a good coach. He's just been handed a, a situation that's tough for any coach. Like, unless you have a generational talent coach like Klopp, Pep, even Conte, someone that can just fire, you know, fire light under these guys. And then you've got the problem is you've also got Ronaldo, who is the best player at the club, and his attitude is just off. Like today, the reports came out that they gave him an ultimatum. It's like, change your attitude or we're going to terminate your contract. I mean, that's going to come to some sort of standstill and he might probably, he's probably going to, he's probably going to leave now. It seems like it. Um, there's no way he's going to want to stay in this yeah. team. So. No. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, I guess, why should he, right? He's why he's got limited time left. Maybe he's got one, two seasons left at the highest level. He wants yeah. to be playing champions league football. Yeah. We can't give that to him. So, uh, oh. and also, we don't have that team built around him for him to make that difference that we need. Mm-hmm. So even if he scores 20 goals, it doesn't get us into the top four. Last year, he scored 18. We, we finished sixth. Yeah. Because the team around him is not good enough. He's also, um, he's not 28-year-old Ronaldo. He's 38 Ronaldo. So, you know, he can't single-handedly help this it team. It is, but it's also, it's taking, you know, it's, it's easy to be like 20 goals didn't help you guys, but you take him away. That's 20, oh, goals. That's 20 goals gone, so it's going to get worse. Like, Rashford's not the same guy. Sancho's just, I don't know what happened to that player. He was such a good player to watch at Dortmund. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. To see, I mean, see what happens with that because apparently he got offered to Inter and a couple another team in Italy, and they just rejected it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, and so it goes to the point of, uh, the recruitment strategy, where's our striker? Yeah. You know, Martial's injured. He was about to be sold six months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Ronaldo's 38. So first, the Glazers I've spoken about, but the board and the recruiting staff, they need to go as well. <laughs> so it's a huge clean now from top to bottom. You need to give time, though. You need to give this manager of a handful of windows to work with. I mean, you can't just... If things get bad right now, yeah, okay, I agree. If things get continue to get bad, then there's something wrong with he can't get these players up for some reason. Next week's going to be big because if you guys are trying to, your fans are trying to do some sketchy shit where they're 
not going to show up to the game or protest and you know try to try to cancel. I the will game. be there at the protest. Try, try to cancel the game because of this protest. That's yeah. just ridiculous. That's how scared you guys are of having a repeat of last season, five nil. We've got we've got bigger issues than Liverpool at the moment. It's going to be bad next week. You watch uh, Darwin Nunes hat trick incoming. But let me just yeah. touch on quickly, uh, Sunny, about the actual game and the players. You know, um, if you look at the first two goals, mm. those are easily avoidable, mm. right? David De Gea. Mm. David De Gea. And mm. well, you know what? He's bailed us out game after game, season after season. He's been player of the season for us yeah. multiple times, which just goes to show where we are as a club. Yeah. Right. But then if you saw what he did in the first goal and the second one, when the center backs were split, right. But he gave it to Ericsson who was marked. Are yeah. you kidding me? I know. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Well, it's, because so, it's this whole thing now where these teams try to, they try to play out the back so much. Right. Right. And, and you, you can do it if you're a proper goalie and you've got the proper players, but you guys don't, but that situation, you got to just kick it out. You got to kick it up. So there was no experience or judgment rookie error from an experienced good goalkeeper. And then second point being, oh, Lissandro Martinez is five nine. He's an issue at centre back. But for three of the four goals, his height wasn't an issue, right? It was so. That's an easy thing to pick at, right? Because he's a short centre back, right? But. but yeah. So in that in this game, right, his height wasn't to blame. But what it does do is Brentford targeted him. Set pieces, corners. They were going, throwing those uh, throw-ins in, like long range, mm-hmm. uh, targeting him. So the pressure builds because of his height, right? But I don't think he was at fault for any of the goals. No, but the, the fourth goal, let me tell you, that was that was a class counterattack you gotta admit that was i mean you no, guys yeah. were, you guys were putting pressure on them and then they they just they picked the ball off that pass to ivan tony and then one time it to Mbueno. and the best part about this whole season right now that's, that's we've only had two games in is nbc has peter drury as a commentator and listening to this man be the soundtrack for your guys's downfall this way i tell you what it's like watching porn I mean, it's amazing. So good. Did you come in your pants? I did. Yeah, that fourth goal. And what would he say? He said, can't believe this. Can this really be happening? Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't fucking believe it either. Stadium was going nuts, man. Brentford, to be fair, you know, they took points off us last year at home. They play an exciting, they're an exciting team. They're an exciting they brand an exciting. team. And they were mid-table last year. They're going to probably be the same, you know. Those guys are still there. Ivan Tony is a he's a solid player. Yeah. Thomas Frank, he's a, he's a likable coach. But yeah, you guys were a shambles. I mean, we were bad. a mess at the moment. It's a, absolute mess. Bad yeah. to worse. And well, I was thinking, can we reach rock bottom? Well, we are rock bottom. We bottom of the table. <laughs> we are bottom of the table. So there's nowhere else to go now. We are at the bottom. So uh, folks. For any of you wondering, can it get worse? It cannot. We are last. Oh, it's, next weekend is getting worse. You know? well, and the you only know thing it. to go low is our goal difference. Whoa. That's the only thing that can worsen. Oh, my goodness. I don't so. listen. I mean, it's going to be terrible for you guys next week. You know it. I think you know it. I mean, the way these what? last few games have gone against us, we know how to play. 
It's going to be tough. We'll get to that down the line. <laughs> um, you know, at least you're, uh, you do have the, the Bangkok Century Trophy from the preseason, you know. Yeah, when we spanked you 4-0. So. Clap for the Bangkok Century champions. <laughs> All right. I do want to so, say, I do want to say about uh, like Christian Eriksen. He, he could have stayed at Brentford. He was the captain. They, they brought him there last season. You guys have turned him into a, like Sony Ericsson. It's just a brand that doesn't even exist anymore. He's just you, he's a shell of himself. I feel sorry for the guy. Well, that's what's happening to all these top talent players. So, so bad. There's something at the club that's just it's just off. Well, these mm. top players are just going to a shambles. Mm. So mm. good to see. Good to see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it is. One thing. Did you look at the? kit man united were wearing yesterday that shit was disgusting <laughs> they look like construction workers on a night shift except these guys have down tools no yeah so it's a, it looked like a highlighter right i mean highlighter kits are cursed <laughs> you've got so many colors to work with as a man united team you've got you've got yellow which is a little better than the highlighter green that's disgusting. That was the worst <laughs> kid I've seen in my life. All right, everyone. We just watched Crystal Palace Liverpool game. What an absolute shit show that was, man. I mean, oh my goodness. Darwin Crystal Nunes, I don't Met know. FC. Crystal Met FC. Shout out expressions. Look, so I don't know. I mean, Palace obviously had an agenda. They just... They parked the bus. I think they were playing like a 5-4-1, and they were just trying to get balls out to Zaha. And they got their one chance in the first half, and it, it went through. It's it's It was so bad. And then it just fucking Nunes just compounded it with that. Just You just don't do stupid shit like that. And now so he's going to miss saying, next week. It's just ridiculous. Are you it's, saying... Uh, he needs a spanking. He needs a clinical. spanking. He needs a spanking and a talking to from Jurgen Klopp. Needs to bend him over, give him a little spanking. You can't do that shit. Just he's I mean, he's gonna miss three games now because it's straight red. Um, I don't know. I mean, that was just a dumb, dumb thing. But you know, spin zone out of this game. The reaction was good when we went down to ten. It was almost like we didn't lose a player. We still had the ball most of the time and we were pushing. I like the fact that they were just like, fuck this, let's just risk let's just risk it all. If we lose this match, we lose this match. Let's try and win this game. The Diaz goal was just incredible. So he put a so already after one week last week I named those guys Frosted Tips FC. He put a dagger in that. There's no more Frosted Tips FC. He dyed his hair black again. Smart man realizing that the Frosted Tips didn't work and he's back to his normal shit. But that was a fucking crazy goal. And there was two chances at the end. So the positive spin I think you could take out of this is we have been creating a ton of chances. I think I saw where we've created the most XG through the first two weeks of the season. So fine margins, you know, a couple touches here and there. We get those, those balls go in. Nunez should have scored a couple goals before he got sent off. It was, it was a shit show. And you can't start the game like giving up these goals first every single time. It's like we have diarrhea. Many poos shot out of my A-life. <laughs> you know, you're trying to do normal. When you have diarrhea, you have normal shit going on. You like, you have normal stuff to do. And like our attack's fine, everything's working, we're getting chances, but then you're just leaking out the back. Something's just leaking all the time. Disgusting. What, and what do you think the reason for that is, the first two games? Well, the first game, Fulham just came out, one to get more than us. 
you know, we just didn't start well. Today, we started amazing. I mean, we had 17 shots in the first half. Like I said, we're creating chances left and right. The finishing just isn't there right now. So it's just frustrating to watch, frustrating for the players. And it just, it added up for Nunes. I mean, he was just getting, it just, the frustration added up and then he let it all out in that headbutt, you know, gave, turned into Zinedine Zidane. Gave so us a little, yeah. You talk about the way Palace set up. People, uh, teams have been setting up against Liverpool for many years, just like that. So Jürgen Klopp's used to it, right? And Crystal Palace were clinical. They had the one chance, one goal. So as a Liverpool fan, you can see how frustrating it is, right? Uh, of course, yeah. But you, but Liverpool's job, just like Man City each week, especially at home, mostly it's about breaking that two banks of four no, five yeah. down. The problem with that, though, is Thiago is out. Like He's the type of player that we have in our team unlock, to do that, right? to unlock it. And Hendo was scratched from the team in the warm-ups, I believe. So there's two I of your best... Think- you know, passers are just gone. So you've got Hel- yeah. Elliot instead, who seems like more of a player that does stuff, you know, dribbling around and stuff like that. And Keita is still getting back into the team. So it was a pretty, you know, you had Milner, Fabinho, and um, and Elliot as uh, the midfield. So I, I still think even if Nunes didn't get sent off, it seemed like it was one of those days. Where even if he stayed on, maybe Liverpool got a point, but I struggled to see how they would have won. It was just one of those days where Palace was just stubborn and dogged, and they had that luck. Well, you never know. I mean, it it was, you can, yeah, it was, it happened so early. I, when it happened, I was like, shit, this is just going to turn into an absolute mess. And thank God Diaz scored that quickly because then the crowd would have gotten too nervous. But that goal from Diaz, the way it was, I mean, it was just, he did out of nothing. It just, I mean, amazing shot. So he single-handedly just put us back in the game. The crowd was back in it, and then it was almost like they became the extra man. I mean, Palace wasn't really doing much. They did have that chance at the end where Zaha probably should have scored. But whew, I tell you what, man, that was frustrating to see. Four points dropped now, right? So you're four points behind City. The season's just started. So now when it comes to the games against City home and away, Chelsea home and away, you can't really drop points. You have to beat them. We won't. Provided we won't. City keep winning. We won't. We won't drop points. Why don't you say how you, talk, say how you really feel? What would you say? Would you text me? Season over? Season, Season over. over. What would you say? What would you say? Season over. No. It's I tell down. you what. Listen. You keep chirping because your team is down in the fucking shithole. The worst thing that you guys wanted was an angry Liverpool team coming to Old Trafford, knowing how good we play against you recently. That's happening next weekend. You wait and see. It's the battle of the relegated te- relegation teams. <laughs> we beat uh, Liverpool next week, and we are above them in the table. How about that? If Liverpool lose next week, it's full-on relegation battle. So this is what we've come to: is that United fans are celebrating being above a uh, being above Liverpool three games into the season, just knowing yeah. that's their Super Bowl. You know, yeah. that's you amazing. Know what, what do you good for what you? What is going to be said about Jurgen Klopp if he loses? Good for you. Money? Nothing will. Nothing will be said. I don't know. Good oh. for you. Enjoy it while it lasts, because listen, man. Every week we're going to be talking about how shit your team is. You're a mid-table team now. You're a mid-table you guys are supporter. Of the table team at the moment. From what uh, I can see. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. 
like I said, the positive spin you can take out of these first two weeks is we didn't lose these matches. We showed that we can come back. I think this team has shown that during Klopp's time. I just think that you like they've created enough chances. Like there just hasn't been clinical finishing in front of goal. You you know losing a, the, the, without Mane, it's just showing right now that that clinical thing isn't there. I mean Salah is a little sharp today. He had like a couple chances and some good link up play, but he wasn't on it fully today. Like I said, Nunes should have had a couple goals before the red card. So. I don't know. He's just like a little awkward in front of goal when he's got the one-on-one. He had a one-on-one. The ball kind of bounced around. I think this Palace guy slid in, and he, instead of the ball was at his feet, he could have just taken the shot. He passed it back to Mo, but then the defender gets there first. It's just like, I don't know. If you're a striker, you need to just have that killer mentality and just, you know, he doesn't have that. Like, I think you can clearly see now there's different levels to Holland and him, right? Holland's got a lot more games than if he's a way more proven player. So I don't know. Yeah, let's see. I mean, the fans will get behind him. He made a mistake. He's a young kid. You just can't react like that. Hopefully he learns from it. And, you know, he'll take these three weeks and just he'll come back. He'll be back. I mean, as it is, we're only playing against Man United, Newcastle, and some shit teams, so it doesn't matter. I think Liverpool are lacking up front now. You can see that. If I think is- you guys are lacking in all 11 positions, so you can you can be quiet. What was the expectation for Liverpool this season coming in? What did you the say? The expectation is how it's always been the last couple of seasons. When every trophy we were and, participating And you in. failed. You failed. Oh, yeah. And you failed at maybe finishing in the top 10, huh? Good yeah, luck with that. The top 10 is going to be tough for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, we try not to get European football. Oh, right. So. Yeah, yeah. That's not even going to help because then you're not going to be able to sign anyone. Good luck with that. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Neville and Kara did a uh, ranking of they split up all United signings, right? I think since I don't know the time period, but last five plus years, maybe since Fergie, and they ranked. Yeah, it was since Fergie, yeah, because Fellaini was on the list. Marouane Fellaini, your favorite man, pubehead, I like to call him. They ranked him in three groups: green being um, value for money, I think it was amber being like decent signings, and then. Red being failures. You guys had two. Two greens. Well, that's what I was saying a little earlier about investment and quality of investment, right? And that quality and the smartness. Shit team. Mid-table team. Has not been there. You're a mid-table team now. Deal with it. You guys are bottom of the table. We We were never as bad as you guys are right now. And you know that deep down, so... Well, did yeah. you watch the Palace game? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 did you watch the Brentford game? <laughs> we'll be we'll be back next weekend or next Monday, and uh, okay. we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, so I think we'll go ahead and talk about other matches from the weekend. That was some good stuff. Those good games this weekend. So we, let's start with what Chelsea Tottenham. Yeah, that, that was, was a game an absolute this morning, cracker, wasn't it? It was. It was a bit. It was a bit one sided. I think until the second half, Tottenham started getting some action, and then when they tied it up, it was woof. That game just, just like flipped the switch, exploded. And then Conte and Tuchel getting into it. <laughs> they got into it after the equalizer and at the end. No, Did dude, you see it, it that was insane. Conte, well, the Chelsea was crying about the 
the Kai Havertz. He got tackled on it. I mean, the guy he could he kind of got the ball, so I don't know. You could, you could it's fifty fifty. Sometimes you get those, sometimes you don't. But then they they scored. Conte goes and gets in his face. <laughs> they, they wanted to fucking go, man. Holy shit! And then when Chelsea got the second goal, Tuchel runs right across him. It's just yeah. yeah. So there's some beef between Tuchel. There's and, going to be uh, some beef, and there's some. And then Conte got red carded at the end. I don't know if you saw that. Conte got red carded at the end. I saw that. Yeah. So what is that? He's suspended or something? I'm guessing, right? I don't know if he's going to get like a touchline ban or uh, what's going to happen. I saw that red card. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was a fun game. It was a good humbling for Tottenham. I feel like Tottenham fans are, you know, after week one they scored four goals. Like, oh, on top of the world. Top. Oh yeah, we're going to win the league. We're going to win the league. Still, still a good point for them. It's good point. No, no, no. Good point away, but. Chelsea controlled that game for the most part, you know. Um, yeah. The other thing that was funny is this fucking guy, Richarlison. I hate this guy. Dirtiest player in the league. This guy. Did you see the winning goal or the game tying goal? Yeah. Kane, Kane scored it. Richarlison but ran. Richarlison was celebrating. He was like, it was my goal. <laughs> and then he turns around and Kane celebrated crazy. He's like, oh, dude, actually, no, he got. And then the replay, he was not even close to it. <laughs> he wasn't close to touching the ball. And I'm like, why is Richarlison celebrating? I mean, I didn't know. There was a few guys that jumped. So when it happened, I saw him celebrate. I was like, oh, God, this guy scored. Oh, that's great. And then and then Kane said, he turns around. But it's just typical Richarlison. Um, that was a thing. Koulibaly's goal was, whew, that was oh, cool. Just a absolutely goal of the weekend. Finish. Goal Man United were supposed to sign Koulibaly, but we got Lissandro Martinez. Okay, I mean, you're not going to get Koulibaly. Let's be real. He's top three he, centre-back no. in the world. But the <laughs> point, a point I'm trying to make is, you know, yeah. he was there, he was available, and it goes back to our board and our recruiting no, but team the, strategy, useless. The board can only do so much, right? Like, the team is in a situation... Yeah, yeah, you're right. I guess, yeah, you're right, but... You can put an offer out to Koulibaly and give him the best wages he's probably going to get. But if he wants yeah. to play Champions League and go to a team like Chelsea's That's playing, Chelsea's a good team right now. So, but Conte being injured was big. That's going to be huge. That was looked like a hamstring pull or some kind. That could um, be huge, fundamental to Chelsea's season. Let's see how long he's out. Yeah. And I do also want to highlight uh, to, uh, Conte. He's got like a Jason Statham guy in his crew that. When you see the scuffle, just watch it back. The guy, right. the guy looks like Jason Statham. Check it out. <laughs> you just That's don't want to fuck with that dude. Don't fuck with him. Um, yeah. yeah, that was that was a good game. It was it was a good game. And yeah. then, did you check out uh, on the other side of London, uh, Arsenal Leicester? Yeah, yeah, Arsenal Leicester was a good one. Arsenal, I mean, they're they're playing free right now. Arteta's got those boys going, and they're kids. They're all kids still. It's a young team. I mean, Jesus is, young side. Yeah, Jesus is playing free. He, I think I saw one of his quotes. He just said, "Like I'm just happy. I'm just like one of the, you know want to be part of the team and super high confidence." The goal that he scored. I mean, you don't score that the first goal. That's just. And yeah. I gotta uh, put my hands up and say I was wrong with that whole trust the process thing with Arteta. I was <laughs> laughing that shit away. But he's we want proving- super make Arteta. <laughs> He's proving me wrong, and and uh, they're looking very good. Uh, Look, they're only two games in, but you can see uh, 
this is a team now. They're ready to play, and you can see they're ready to challenge for the top four. Yeah, I think so. I think this year they can they can definitely do it. I mean, they were close last year, right? So he's just yeah, he's got them playing that. If the way they were in control of that match, like Leicester's gonna, they don't look like a solid team anymore. Arsenal was bossing them in the way Man City bosses teams. They controlled the ball, those quick one twos and link up play. I mean, yeah, Jesus could have had four or five goals yesterday. It was crazy, and his, you know, should have had a hat trick for sure. You know, he stripped, Wait. yeah, he stripped Xhaka of the captaincy, right? But Xhaka is out there still scoring. He's having fun. Like Xhaka is not a captain. I mean, that guy would do some dumb shit every now and then. But you know, you've got Odegaard. You know, finally the chosen one is back. <laughs> but, yeah, they're good. But again, Atat is making the tough decisions. He, now he strips Jack off the captaincy, right? Because he wasn't a good fit for it's like do it so, with Maguire. Do that with Maguire. And so I'm very envious of Arsenal right now because we are Arsenal from three years ago. This is the thing. Yeah, you guys have flipped positions. But the thing with Arsenal, Man U, Liverpool fans is because we have those, the three, those three clubs have that rich history. It's tough whenever those teams are, are the ones that are doing well. It's good when they're all down because you love to just <laughs> egg yeah. on them. And, but yeah, you guys had your thing with Arsenal in the, you know, the 2000s. And, so. and it's like if you look at what Arsenal have done with their signings and their plan and their profile of player they're looking at, where they need to sign a player, they've done that all perfectly, right? Yeah. And so, and they've given, uh, uh, they've shown patience to the manager. Yeah. Right. And they've got American owners as well, which they fall, fell out with, with the whole Super League drama a couple of years ago, right? But yeah. then the owners came out and said, okay, we got to build trust back. And to be fair, uh, Josh Conkey, Stan Conkey's son, he's come out and he's supported Arteta, the transfer policy, getting the players in that they want. And now they're bearing fruits of that. Again, still early days, but it's looking very good. I'm very envious of Arsenal right now. Yeah. What's scary is if they can... Um, James Madison at Leicester, his goal was, was sick. I mean... It was a great goal. He he needs to go to a big club because that guy thing and it seems like Arsenal is probably like the like a perfect fit for him. If he goes to Arsenal, I think he's probably going to go somewhere before the end of this transfer window. We'll see. I mean, if Arsenal pulls that trigger and gets him, that, that's going to make them a scary, scary team. But yeah, yeah. Um, Villa got their first win. Stevie G. Stevie, Stevie G. Do you love Stevie G? I love him. I love that man. Anything he does, I don't care. I I know his team bottled it for us last season. But, I mean, Stevie G is my my hero, so. Would you... I think you'd give Steven Gerrard a blowjob. (laughs) You'd give Steven Gerrard a blowjob, wouldn't you? No. No, yeah, you not. would. I draw the line at some point. Okay. Yeah, but for Steven, <laughs> yeah. you'd do it. Yeah. No, no, no. I draw the yeah, line you, at some you, point. Yeah, you'd blow Steven Gerrard. Hey, man, this guy has he he brought Rangers back from the dead. So mm-hmm. he's now in the Premier League. He's gonna he's gonna do something with Villa, and you know, they they started well last year when he was there, but kind of tailed off towards the end. They're gonna be if he can keep them, you know, mid table. Top 10 team, 
that's that's a plus. And he's got these these Liverpool agents, these sleeper agents out. Danny Ings. If he Danny Ings was I love that guy. I just wish he wasn't as injured when he played for Liverpool, but um Coutinho's you, back. You love Steven, but in a sexual way. No, no, no. Come on. I see now you're okay. Yeah. Listen, I love I love that man more than probably any other man besides my yeah. my dad probably in this world. <laughs> okay, that guy is he's my hero. I've only cried a handful of times in my life. One of those days is when he retired. Okay, uh, <laughs> or when yeah. he left Liverpool. Yeah. So like the little bitch that you are. Oh yeah, you little <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think those were the the main games, the main events that we wanted to chat about. So yeah. I think next on the genuine, we got a little segment that we've put together. We want to run through the wags of some of the United players. Okay. We've picked a few players to discuss um, their wives and girlfriends and just their current situation. <laughs> so um, I think first up will be Harry Maguire. Harry you know, Maguire. Slabhead Maguire. Everyone deserves love. And everyone deserves happiness. But not Harry Slabhead Maguire. For the pain and suffering he's caused me and every other Man United fan. I hope his wife divorces him, <laughs> dumps his ass. You know, the only reason she's still with him is because she probably hasn't seen him play a game of soccer. Because if she did, it'll be the biggest turnoff of all time. <laughs> so, and she, as you can see, she can do way better than Harry. So. <laughs> Look, so I was, that's funny. He, uh, you see that I, I saw a photo of them, right? A couple of photos. And you know that game when you, when you, it's a, a guessing game where you guess if they're siblings or a couple. Yeah. These two look like they could be siblings. <laughs> like I, was, I was looking at, I like these two literally look like they could be siblings. So, uh, Harry Maguire, I mean, listen, he's Harry Maguire. He's an England starter. That's why he's got, I mean, she's a she's a hot girl, so. <laughs> but I get your concern. <laughs> Slabhead. Slabhead. Um, next, Anthony Martial. So, this Anthony, guy, Anthony's a, wife. Oh my gosh. He he recently got dumped by his wife, right? Because he cheated, he cheated on, on her. her. Yeah, he cheated on her by he first. Uh, he started sexting on this, this woman. We're going to put the picture up. This woman. He cheated on this woman while she was pregnant. Eight months pregnant. What a crazy guy. Somewhere Martin Tyler is still screaming, <laughs> That's what that model was screaming, wasn't she? <laughs> exactly, yeah. So um, she, first he was sexting her. Then they slept with each other. He cheated on his wife. If he moved as quickly on the soccer field as he did by cheating on his wife, maybe he'll actually score some goals and we'll win some matches. <laughs> oh, man. I remember when he was supposed to be the next Thierry Henry. That goal that he scored against us was his first game, right? And he cut in. And they're like, this is yeah. exactly like Thierry Henry. <laughs> and now we can see he's got clearly zero va-va-voom. Fr from that moment, Martin Tyler is still coming himself. You're yelling his name, you know, closet man, United fan, Martin Tyler. Um, you know, the, the thing with him. So have you heard of the, uh, the green line test? I haven't heard of it. 
So it's it's when you draw, you, you look at a picture of a couple and then you draw a green line down their body, right? Down the middle of their body. And basically says like, if you, if they're too parallel, that means they're both pretty equal in terms of, you know, who's more dominant in the relationship, controlling kind of. Then sometimes when you have the ones where they lean in, so Pete Davidson is a lean in guy. He's a classic lean in guy, just falls in, falls hard for the girl. And he's had that situation as Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian. Anthony Martial and his, his, uh, was, were they married or just, they weren't yeah, married, yeah. right? They were married. They were? They were uh, opposite. <laughs> <laughs> so that was doomed from the beginning. You could just see all their photos. She's she's leaning out. She's leaning out. She's not into him. She's into him for the money. So she got her money and she's good to go. <laughs> but what an idiot, though. How do you cheat on a girl like that? Unreal. Sometimes I don't understand what these footballers are thinking. Yeah. Next, Cristiano Ronaldo. So... Obviously, oh. allegedly, he's uh, allegedly. He had some work done downstairs. I think uh, his wife wasn't happy with how things were looking, and she wanted some enhancements done. I'm sure she's enjoying <laughs> that right now. And, um, you know, we'd love it if uh, clearly he's scoring off the field with his uh, new enhancements, but we'd love it if he actually scores some goals on the field. He's still warming up, you know. He's he just he's only been back with the team what three weeks now. Yeah. So give him some time. He's Ronaldo. I mean, the guy's like this is like the Tom Brady of soccer. He's he looks good. Probably get any girl in the world. His wife's beautiful. He's got like, a great family. What are you gonna do? I mean, it's Ronaldo. The guy's just he's gonna get tens no matter where he goes. Next, Fred. So Fred, the short this king. Is- the short, well, let's the king. Let's hold off on the king statement. <laughs> the worst midfielder in the history of Man United. Not what about Scott McTominay though? Okay, well they tied. He's better than him. He's better than him. Just better than Scott. Uh, pains me to say it because um, Fred seems like a really nice guy, and you know that saying, um, "Nice guys finish last." But clearly, that's not the case when you look at him and his wife. And I thought he's got no game on the soccer field because all of his game he's used to get his wife. (laughs) Dude, she's a she's a hot girl. She's tall, so she's what five ten, way taller than Fred. But she's also an engineer. She's like a smart one. I looked. I I looked her up. She is a chemical engineer. She works at the Center of Development of Nuclear Technology. So she's wow. a day one. She's a day one girl that Fred somehow snagged up back in Brazil. It's smarter than Fred in the midfield. Yeah. I'll tell you that. No, I mean he's he seems like a classy guy off the pitch. I don't know why you're so mad at the guy. He's got a beautiful wife, and he's he's winning it for the short kings right now. So don't get me going on Fred. <laughs> we'll need a whole separate segment from Fred. Hey, Fred played well at the end of the season. Okay, last season. <laughs> you know he definitely gets manhandled in bed by her, but you know. <laughs> last is uh, Bruno so when I look at Bruno Sonny mm. for some reason the first thing I think of is the squirrel from the Ice Age movie yeah. <laughs> he looks exactly like the squirrel from the Ice Age movie so I mean clearly uh, you know his wife hasn't chosen him for his look so you, you must have a great personality right and maybe the Bank account helps a little bit. <laughs> I remember when you were saying this guy was the best midfielder in the league. 
when you guys signed him? Because he was. Because he was. He had two fantastic seasons. Come and now, on, man. No, again, don't, we just don't, don't know what happened to him. No, he's got a very wholesome looking girlfriend. She's very she's very pretty. But I agree. <laughs> the squirrel thing. <laughs> squirrel face Fernandez. So man. Bruno. That's your guy. That was your old was he captain for you guys for a little bit? I'm sure he was. Well it was mm-hmm. a great great day whenever he was captain and Harry Slabhead Maguire wasn't. Slabhead. But yeah, so Sonny, those are the wags I wanted to discuss. Okay, so that was our episode two, weekend two recap. Wags, hope you guys enjoyed that. An eventful weekend. Please go like, subscribe, comment on our YouTube page. Go follow all of our socials. They're at the link trees posted on the bios. We'll be back next week, obviously. We got the huge game between Liverpool and United. So that game is on. That game is This guy thinks he's going to win, obviously. Let's just see. This is. This is the type of shit I have to deal with. Easy win for United. Easy win. Okay. Empty Old Trafford. We're gonna play in an empty stadium, and we're gonna humiliate you guys. I will still beat your ass. No, we no. You forget that we won COVID with empty. We won the championship in COVID season when there's no people in the Mm -hmm. stadium. So we'll. Mm -hmm. Um. So that game is obviously Monday. So we're gonna try and record Monday night, depending on our schedules. But Monday night or Tuesday night, look out for the the weekend three episode. So, again, go like, subscribe, comment, unsubscribe, resubscribe, interact with us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.